0: Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. Uh, we're really trying to grow the podcast, and it would really help us if you would leave us a review. So go on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, and leave us a review. It's going to help more people find out about us. So we appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. <laughs> And we're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here coming to you from the mobile Coyote Fitness Podcast studios here in Madison. And I'm coming to you solo today. Uh, So this week we're going to start something a little bit different. Um, over the years we've had uh over hundred and ninety Coyote Fitness Podcast episodes and we've had lots of people listen and uh tell us they enjoy the podcast over the years. And during that time we've had quite a few members reach out and say, You should have me on the podcast. So we are gonna start the first part of a series called You Should Have Me On Your Podcast in this uh episode. So I'm gonna interview three members who have reached out over the past and said they want to be on the podcast and uh do ten minute interviews with each of them. Um they're gonna go back to back to back here and then I'll wrap it up with outside the box uh, at the end of the episode. So this, is, this should be a really fun, um, series that I'm excited to launch. Um, just a note here, if you are one of those Coyote members who have listened to the podcast and you would like to, to have a 10 minute interview with me, reach out to me and I'll be happy to, to schedule a time to have you. But, uh, today we're going to have three Coyote members. Uh, all three members are Madison members. One, actually two Madison, one, one that member. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Mr. Chris Chance. Chris Chance has been a member since October 2013, so almost 11 years now, so over 10 years at, uh, at Coyote Fitness, and uh, he has seen quite a few iterations of Coyote, seen a lot of coaches, and he has been steady, consistent member through it all. And we In, in our uh, episode, we kind of talk about his journey in fitness and at Coyote and what he uh, plans to get out of it going forward and uh, what keeps him motivated uh, through the ups and downs of life. Uh, also through the years, I've had a chance to spend time with his wife and, uh, Angie and his two sons, Brooks and Bryce, and also got to watch his son, Bryce, uh, play baseball for Mississippi state, which he will be doing again this year. So that's exciting, uh, to keep up with them. So the first one will be Chris chance. Then we're going to have Jared Cummins. He has been a member since February. He has been, uh, uh, into fitness for a long period of time. And we talk about his background and his, his, uh, walk. Uh, in fitness through football and playing college football and then member of some other gyms and then how he joined at Coyote. He actually uh, joined the Coyote uh, Sugarwood only membership for a while over uh, 2020 uh, during the pandemic and then he he joined full time in February and he is gearing up for the Masters competition. He'll be in the 35-39 to 39 Masters category this year so we're excited to watch him. He's been working really hard and, and really made tremendous progress so uh, looking forward to, to see that. And then the last but not least we have Mr. Lane Peterson. Lane is a uh, high school uh, student at Germantown. He just recently started driving. He's been a member since June of 2020, and so in that we talk about his journey and watching his uh, mom uh, join and uh, his stepdad, Steven, and his whole family uh, join Coyote and uh, wanting to get into it and having to wait till he's old enough to be able to do the classes, and now um, he has really gotten into it, started to get got into competition side of things and has really made a ton of progress. And uh, so we have a great conversation talking about where he's at, what he loves about Coyote and uh, what his plans are going forward uh, now that he is driving himself and he can work out whenever he wants to. So this is a, uh, a great, really fun episode. I hope you guys, um, you know, get a lot out of it, enjoy it. And uh, once again, reach out to me if you're interested in being on it. And with that, let's get to the interviews. Okay, I'm here with Chris Chance in Coyote Fitness, Madison. Chris, how you doing,
1: man? I'm a little winded right now. A Little I winded. Got, I, 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 workout, I pulled so. Chris
0: out of the out of the workout, so you'll have to forgive him if he's a uh, a little out of breath here. But this uh, this will be good, Chris. So, so tell us a little about yourself. Uh, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, your family, all that type of stuff.
1: Well, I grew up uh, in a little place called uh, we call it Stump Town. Hepzibah community in South Mississippi. Went to school in Prentice, Mississippi. Um, went to college at Mississippi State, met my wife Angie there. We're married, been married for 31 years, and have two sons. Brooks is 26, 25, I'm sorry, 25, and Bryce just
0: turned 21. And Bryce plays <coughs> baseball at Mississippi State, right? That's correct. Looking forward to watching him this year. He had a, had a great season last year. And uh, so, uh, how long have you been at Coyote, Chris? Uh, roughly nine years, I believe. Nine? So, 2014, is that right? That when sounds you started? right, yeah. So you've been, been here a long time, huh? Been here a long you've time a with,
1: with, with a couple of extended breaks in
0: here, but yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been a continuous member for nine years. I don't know that I've been a continuous attendee yeah. for nine years. Yeah, you, you have. You're one of our longest tenure members. So uh, let's go back to that day in 2014. Obviously, you've been through a lot of iterations of of Coyote and, been, and seen a lot of coaches and Talk about what it was like when you first uh, joined the gym back then. What what got you to join in the first place, and, and how was that first month or so?
1: Well, I, I'd been reading a little bit. I was looking, I'd, I'd been on to one of those annual physicals and, and gotten a little fussed at, and, and had been, you know, globo gymming it off and on my whole life. And, and um, just thought, I got to do something that's not, I was tired of trying to start that cycle again. And, doing it okay for a while and and so i'd done some reading on crossfit um <clears throat> actually called another gym in the area and and was not well received so i walked in coyote and and met you hunter and met chris allen that day and um you're very welcoming very accommodating um didn't make me feel like a fat old man that i was <laughs> um and so signed up i think i signed up for either three or six months because i wanted to whatever whatever i wanted to commit yeah um Came, got my butt kicked. Um, I'll try to think
0: about a couple of things in that first
1: year or so that were that. that You say you say you
0: got your butt kicked. What were you thinking when you went home after that that first workout?
1: I, I mean, I was thinking. I was thinking this is the hardest thing I've ever done, and I can't wait to go try it again. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. which I guess is what a lot of people, at yeah. least some people, experience. They either the first time they, they did. either
0: think this is the hardest thing I've ever done, I can't wait to do it again, or this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm never going back. That's, well, exactly, <laughs> right. That's exactly right. So, uh, so you said you 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 saw your doctor, and you uh, he fussed at you a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I mean, I mean, I was what uh, I was 46 at the time, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and starting, and, and high blood pressure runs in my family, so I've dealt with that, and, and, um, I, you know, I was probably 15 pounds overweight at the time, as opposed to the seven or eight I'm overweight now, but anyway, um, <clears throat> just, just needed to make a change, and, and realizing that, that in particular at that age, you, you, know, you either, I mean, I think, my, my, when I come here every day, my philosophy is, I either got to give in to it, or I got to keep fighting it, mm-hmm. and, and so, um, so you, you know came and 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 got real gung-ho i I was you know probably three months in i was the annoying crossfitter i told everybody <laughs> that i ran into that they should join too some of them did yeah um got got a few to
0: come you did yeah um,
1: <clears throat> some of them stuck with it for a while that's right and then um so kind of progressing on i remember i, w- I was gonna i was gonna say this that so so the old iteration was you either did it rx or you did it scale right and it was scaled individually if I'd go to class, and if I couldn't clean 135 pounds, Hunter would say, well, try 95. Oh, that looks good. Maybe try 115, or maybe that doesn't look good. Try 75. So I remember going to a class one day, and I'd been getting stronger, been getting better, and we were doing, it was deadlifts and pull-ups, and I'd gotten to where I could do pull-ups, and I think the deadlifts may have been at 185, may have been at 225, and anyway, it was a couplet. It was deadlifts and pull-ups. I did the deadlifts at whatever the weight was went and did my pull-ups and i came back and chris allen had pulled weight off my bar <laughs> and it just crushed me i mean i remember i was like oh so um but you know eventually i got to there and again under the old system got to where most days i probably did um uh, the workout as prescribed got what i thought was pretty good for a middle-aged man mm-hmm. um went and got my crossfit level one yeah um i was that inspired by it um just wanted to learn more i don't know if i'll ever have an opportunity to coach or have a you know, that, get to that life stage, but um, and then you know, along the way, um, Angie was a member for a while. She's been through a couple of knee surgeries and is not currently currently coming. Brooks came for a while. Bryce was active here for probably from the time he was eleven or twelve mm-hmm. until I mean, until you know, until sort of high school sports took over, yeah. if you will. But um,
0: so uh, let's circle back to um, uh, you your first year. You you said the doctor got on to you you go back to the doctor i think i remember you telling me that that the doctor said you had made a lot of progress yeah i did
1: the beach body challenge that
0: year um and
1: and and the first time you do the beach body challenge for a guy like me i kind of it was kind of it was kind of a cheat code because the biggest thing i did was i gave up soft drinks and sweet tea and I lost 25 pounds (laughs) (laughs) I, i mean so um so i was at about i was at about 175 when i joined um beach body challenge and and changing my diet a little bit got down to 150 and then eventually back to about 165 which is where I was probably at my best that's probably the weight I I should be at um and went back to see the doctor and and yeah um for you know all of a sudden I was off blood pressure medicine we weren't talking about my cholesterol anymore any of those kinds of things and and if you fast forward below these many I I sort of I'm jumping ahead but But I sort of came back full time about five months ago. After you know, life got in the way. Uh I let life get in the way for a while, Um, and then this past physical, I I was borderline. You're going to start taking something for cholesterol. And now, you know, we didn't talk about my cholesterol. Wow, that's awesome. So,
0: as soon as you kind of start getting in that little gray area, that starting to get a little red area, you you buckle down and and able to knock it out. Yeah. So you mentioned mentioned Bryce a little bit working out. How do you think this has had an impact on his athletic career? what he what he learned at a young age?
1: Yeah, a, a couple of things. A, a couple of things. One, he, he had a good foundation for how to lift weights. I mean, he knew how to do a clean and a squat clean, and and um, he could put weight over his head, and, and 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 has a basic understanding of why you do the things you do. Um, I can't count the number of times when he was in high school where he'd have some nagging injury and he'd come see you or Chris, you know, because Chris was here at the time, and mm-hmm. and you do the same thing you do for me. You go, well, your elbow hurts, which is in your tricep, or your back hurts, which is in your hamstrings, or you know, all those all those little things. Um, and I think the other thing that it taught him um, when he was in high school and they'd have championship Thursdays, or now when they do the Omaha Challenge at Mississippi State, it's he, he's been to that dark place before. That he knows we, that how to work about. hard, right? He he knows how to how to push through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I think that's one of the, the big one of the bigger benefits that he got.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well I have loved watching his career and look forward to continue to, to keep up with him. Um so you mentioned you've you've gone through several different stages of of CrossFitter and and, and your time in your nine years at Coyote, which we all have. I mean you're not mm-hmm. you're never gonna be the same person over a nine year period. So Kind of where what what's your stage at now, and what what are you thinking about looking forward as far as your own fitness?
1: Well, I I think I think um, again when again back when we were dislocation, I I had had a sort of not a long but a, a semi extended stint where I couldn't be here, and probably because of Bryce's baseball or something in life going on, and I came back right after we started the 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 competitor. Um, Fitness, fitness performance, fitness, competition, fitness performance yeah. competition, and I came back in again. This is probably the last time I let Chris Allen crush me. <laughs> um, but I, I came back in. I go, I go. You know, Chris, because I was a performance guy, and I come back in. I go, well, you know, Chris, what do you think I should do? And he goes, why don't, you just, "Why don't you try fitness for a while?" And it really hurt my ego, which is something a lot of us, I think, find. Uh-huh. Um, but but I have been a fitness guy since then, and and what I've learned is. There are days that I can come in and I can do performance. Um, and and there are still some things that, like, I can still do double-unders. So if double-unders are in there and I feel like doing double-unders, I'll do them. But, but I also learned that the fitness got me to do the workout the way it's intended right. to take place. In other words, I was trying to do performance- and if it was cleans at 135 pounds, I'd do three cleans, and I'd stand there and look at the bar for 30 seconds. Whereas if I do it, you know, at the fitness level, I can keep moving the whole time. And, and so I think that's where I am. You know, I, I, I'd like to keep getting stronger, like to, to um – you know continue to improve but but also and you and I had this conversation I also know that that I have some lifetime PRs that are going to be lifetime PRs and 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 I'm okay with that now I I don't know if I was okay with that a year ago Mm -hmm. but I am now
0: so that's such a a great progression for you and for everybody because we get to a season of life where we're busy and you know you know life happens and you know our priorities are not setting PRs at the gym our priorities are I want to go make sure I can watch all my son's games but you're still able to come in and and do workouts that are uh, going to you know Help you stay healthy, stay fit, stay moving—all that type of stuff. Well, we're almost out of time, but let's let's uh, let's leave a little bit of words of uh, advice for somebody who's listening that that might be uh, not quite a far quite as far along in their journey at Cody as you are. I, I will say,
1: so I retired from the city of Ridgeland four years ago, and for three and a half years, I used the new job, and the office is in Pearl. And Bryce is playing baseball, and we're gone, and all this kind of stuff. And then finally, what's it been four or five months ago that I've been back pretty regular, I finally said, there are no more excuses. That's great. And and I started coming. And and what I hope I remember for the rest of my life is – I am not too busy to get here. I just haven't prioritized getting here, and I've got to prioritize getting here. Because, again, at my, I'm 55 now. At my age, I don't have that much room. And at my age, with family medical history, I don't have any room for error. So I've got to prioritize my fitness in, in getting here. So, wow. and, and
0: anybody can do that as well. Oh, absolutely. That's that's awesome, Chris. Well, thanks for, for being on. Thank you for nine years at Coyote. And I really appreciate uh, your friendship and getting to know you. And uh, looking forward to many more years, man. Maybe so. All Hope right. so. <laughs> And we're here at Coyote Fitness Madison with Jared Cummins. Jared, glad to have you on the on the podcast, man.
2: Thank you very much. I'm still waiting to see you do the outside the box face. That's what uh, I want to see—the infamous outside. I'll, the box I'll,
0: face. I'll do that off the off <laughs> mic for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> so all the all the new coaches that have just been on, they all started laughing when I did it, and they said, "I never never seen it." But uh, I didn't know I made a face. I just I made a sound. But anyways, uh, so let's talk about you, Jared. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where where are you from? Where did you grow up? And uh, what do you do for work?
2: Yeah, so grew up here in Madison um, and then floated around the state a little bit. Went to Mississippi College for college. Um, the best college in the state of Mississippi, <laughs> not Millsaps. <laughs> uh, played baseball and football there. Baseball was very short-term. Football was my longest tenured sport there throughout the entirety of that. Was a long snapper there. And then from there... Uh, Floated around the state, was in ministry for a little while, and uh, transitioned out of ministry. And I'm in uh, pharmaceutical sales, so had a career in medical device sales, and now uh, I tell everybody in professional Walter White.
0: Professional Walter White. That's right. Hey, that's hey, you making Walter White money? That's right. No, <laughs> I, he could send it this way though. <laughs> so, uh, so you, uh, how long you been working there?
2: yeah so in this company i started actually in march was when i started with the company sweet um and just been rocking and rolling since then
0: so you played football at mississippi college what uh what did you do for fitness after that
2: yeah so i basically feel like i did what everybody typically does i was your i found a hit um as i was just searching workout programs and kind of picked up hit workouts on my own and did as best as i could also started doing a very 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 Low-carb diet as well, too. Lost a lot of weight, like a lot of people do, a lot of men do, to get ready for a wedding. Gained it all right back once I got married. So um, I started doing a uh, CrossFit-inspired boot camp, uh, so to speak, at the church I was working at as a ministry. Um, And then realized you had to drop that name. You couldn't be called a CrossFit. Uh, You had to have an affiliation. So dropped that and was basically doing CrossFit-style boot camp workouts for the community. And then I started doing it. And then uh, moved down to Laurel and ran into a guy named Spike Richards, which I'm sure you've met him before. Um, He introduced me to CrossFit. Um, He also dropped his affiliation fees, but he was doing his uh, men's boot camp. And I had a few members there that introduced me to Invictus, followed their programming, but couldn't do muscle-ups, couldn't do double-unders. So it was very limited to what I could do. And then moved up here, and um, the rest is history from there. So uh, when did you uh, join at Coyote? Yeah, so uh, the beginning of this year, as a matter of fact, I would say two weeks before the Open started, I actually had been going through a rough patch of life and came in, sat down with you, and basically was going to give it a week because I'd walked away from CrossFit at the end of last year. And I was like, you know what, I'm in a really bad headspace. I'm just going to go give it a week. Uh, At least I can say I did that, and then I'm done with it. And then, you know, everybody that comes to Coyote brags about the culture, and that's my story too. The culture really bought me in this uh, the entire, uh, group of people here at Coyote, as well as your family as well, too. And I just say all the thanks in the world to everybody that has supported me in this journey here at Coyote. That's awesome, man.
0: So you joined, uh, almost a year ago and you've made a uh, tremendous progress in the, in that period of time. What, uh, what do you, what do you attribute all, all the, the progress you've made so far this year
2: to Tyler Gregory? Tyler no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're going to have to tell him to listen to this. He'll yeah.
2: Um, uh, no, I would say, um, I think it all goes again back to the culture that when you have a culture of people that push each other in a very healthy way to strive to not be the most competitive version of themselves but to be the best version of themselves inside and out of the gym it brings the best version of you outside of the gym and I am an ex-athlete I think we all still have what Coach Dion or excuse me Coach Prime would say we still have that dog in us so uh it, it comes out, um, but then, you know, you have people like yourself, Ty, Meredith, people that really laid a competitive groundwork, Trey, um, here, and, you know, those are people that I see working out daily. I see Meredith, I see your name on the wall, and it just gives me a drive to say, hey, you know, what if? Um, so it, it I, I put it point back to the culture here at Coyote.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your, uh, your diet um, journey because – your your body has tr- changed tremendously since you started here and you've really it's really kind of ramped up your performance and your recovery and all that stuff. Talk a little bit about your your you mentioned your low carb history uh talk a little bit about your 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 nutrition journey since then and what you're doing now
2: yeah so um back when i was doing that it was low carb and then um, i started doing crossfit so i was like i mean i'm burning a lot of calories so i can just basically eat what i want to and um i wasn't seeing results Um, I would work out hard, uh, wouldn't see results, and then I started listening to the podcast, y'all's podcast when I moved up here, and when you started programming privately for me back in 2020, right before COVID, um, and you sat down and you actually got with me and you said tracking's the biggest thing that you can do, so started doing that, COVID hit, uh, worked out with Meredith every day, and Lee. Um, and that was honestly the best shape that I've been in when I was consistently watching what I was eating, not just ballparking an idea, or getting a rough estimate of what I was eating. I was actually following what I was eating. So um, went back to 601 where I was at at the time, CrossFit 601, and um, kind of got away from that, hurt my back, um, and then went through a very long period of time of not healthy again, not eating right, not tracking my macros, not knowing what I'm doing, just thinking, oh, I'm doing fine and then I would it was like the plane was crashing again. Um I was putting fuel in it, it was just the wrong fuel. It's like putting diesel in a car that's made for gasoline. Mm. It's it's going to it's not going to work. So I would constantly look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm killing myself in the gym, but I'm not getting the results. I'm not performing. Um, and then the beach body challenge happened here. And I was like, you know what? I've never done anything like this. I graduated with a bachelor's in kinesiology. I act like I know this stuff because of the amount of nutrition classes I took, but I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't tracking. And that, that's exactly why I had a poor performance up until the point that I made the commitment to change. And once I made that commitment, I've been all in. Um, it's been easy to do and if anybody's listening guys I encourage you try the beach body challenge try the winter challenge if it's called beach body I'm not sure if it yeah, is yeah we call it just the winter beach body challenge. winter yeah. beach body try it because it really will change your life and it's not something that's a fad diet that at the end of the six weeks you're going to be like oh I'm glad it's over I've been going off of what I've been doing since that back in what was that May April? It was
0: before that, yeah, It was like April, yeah. April,
2: May. And mm-hmm. I've stuck with the same diet. Every now and then I'll eat something here and there, but I'm very consistent with it. And it like you said, it's definitely impacted my performance in the gym.
0: Yeah, it's and it's that's what exactly what it's designed to do. I always tell people at the start that the goal is for you to do this once and never have to do it again because it you're it it's sustainable and we actually had the, the top two people in the the, the fall one I just talked to, and they both said they didn't even feel like they made they did anything extraordinary. They just did the same, what they were supposed to do every day. And that's really what it boils down to is tracking what you need to do every single day. And so your body's tr- changed a lot, and then that's transformed not only to your performance, but also to your recovery. yes And um, so let's talk a little bit about going forward. Where are you at with your uh, – with your fitness and what's the goal, um, coming up this year and, and in the future?
2: Yeah. So, um, I, I've, I really have high aspirations going to the open this year. Um, i feel the most prepared i've ever felt going into the open um i do believe that coyote is the top gym in the state and there's a reason the programming the nutrition everything that is provided at this gym um and i want to carry that uh that flag so to speak for coyote and you know i I, i'm not even thinking right now about quarterfinals i think that's already we're beyond that um it's Um, game planning, what's the small things, the little things that need to be done to make it into the semifinals. Like we were just talking about the top 200 for master's division in my age group that's awesome man so top 200 you're 35
0: years old right we'll be 35 yes you'll be 35 so you're bumping into that very first master's division you want to be one of the top 200 guys 200 and I'm really I'm really looking forward to it this season it's gonna be a lot of fun watching you and uh I know you're gonna do really really well and so what are what what let's let's wrap it up with a little bit of advice to anybody that's listening you've already touched on a few things but Let's just talk about anybody that's maybe around where you're at. They're a year in, two years in. Maybe they don't necessarily want to compete, but maybe they're really trying to take their fitness or performance or their health or their body composition to the next level. What's what's one or two things you would have, you'd say to them?
2: Yeah, I, I think finding that – group of people around you they're going to hold you accountable that you know that they're not even having to text you on a day-to-day basis you have that accountability within you that you want to show up because you want to see them the next day um i think that's one of those things that really really pushed me and and i go back in all seriousness i, I bring up tyler gregory i bring up josh uh, i could be miss saying his name hearing um i bring up uh kyle I bring up Reagan. I bring up all these, all of my friends that are here in the afternoon and the morning, Chris White, Thomas Starr, Simon, um, Keaton, you as our coach, Lee, everybody that has just had an impact. And what it's done for me has just driven me to want to come here to be right beside each other as an athlete you know we all suffered together in some form or fashion we competed together for a common goal and i think it's been a same been a ve- very easy transition but for those of you that aren't athletes just having that group of people that you consider accountability partners um in and out of the gym because they're going to be there for you in the hard times man that's that's
0: awesome and that's what that's what coyote about uh, you know that's in our mission statement uh, best shape your life at uh, at your own pace in a supportive community and we 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 truly are so blessed to have so many awesome people who are genuinely supportive of each other and really want 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 the best for each other. So, Jared, thanks for being on here, and uh, good luck in the opening quarterfinals this year, man. Look forward to watching you. Thank you. And I'm here with Mr. Lane Peterson in at Cody Fitness Madison. Lane, glad to have you on the podcast.
3: Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Glad so, to be here. So
0: tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how old are you? What? Uh, where do you live? What do you, what do, you do for, where do you go to school? Where do you do for work? That type of stuff.
3: Okay, so I'm 16 years old and I go to Germantown High School. I work over here actually at Burgers and Blues. By the way, the best, literally the best food you can eat over there. Please come <laughs> support us come get some food over there did steven
0: tell you to say that
3: oh no no no! steven didn't even know i was gonna be on here (laughs) so he just got off the phone with me but yeah go support b3 over there best food you can get uh i live over in uh right actually right beside germantown germantown high school about five minutes from the school so everything's pretty close
0: awesome so uh how long how
3: long you been working out at coyote i have been working out at coyote for seven years seven years wow it's been a long time how old were you when you started I was nine years old, and the and the funny thing is, is uh, Caleb actually started coaching when I started CrossFit. So, CrossFit. oh yeah,
0: so y'all are on the
3: same uh, y'all are on the same wavelength. Um, so, what what made you want to start? Uh, okay, this is actually funny. I actually never wanted to do CrossFit. I actually could not stand to do it. I couldn't stand the pain. I couldn't. <laughs> Stephen Stephen was like, Stephen. He didn't even make me do it or anything. I just went to the kids class to hang out with friends and all that kind of stuff. And so what happened was I turned 12 or I tried to get in the adult class for my whole time. I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, uh, I actually turned 12 and then just stopped doing it for six months. Just didn't do it. Cause people just told me stuff like, you know, it's going to hurt your joints, stuff like that, a whole bunch of myths and all that people at school. Oh yeah. People at school. I used to get made fun of, or I still get made fun of, but it doesn't matter. Now. It doesn't matter now. It don't matter now. Yeah. But then I kind of came to it and COVID hit and I started working out with my mom and then came back and started being, uh. Very, very consistent.
0: Yeah, you have been. And uh, so, what? Uh, what are your current current goals at right now? You're 16, right? You just started driving. You're driving yourself to class in the morning before oh, yeah. school. Tell me, tell me what you're working towards.
3: So, well, I actually on the days that I work in the afternoon, I actually drive myself to the gym in the morning at six o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then go to work in the afternoon. But you said one of my goals, I actually really want to make it the semifinals this year in the games, like really badly. Uh huh. And I want to, I want to grow. Like, I want to. I'm, my goal. I'm at sitting at like 145 right now in body weight. I want to be 155, 160 pretty soon, maybe in the next six months or so. So I want to build a lot of muscle. I want that to be mainly muscle.
0: So you and I sat down last year after the Open, and we kind of talked about some goals and stuff. And uh, I gave you some stuff to do, and you've been doing it, right? Oh, yeah. I've Ta- been, let, talk, talk to me a little bit about that. What, what did we talk about you needed to work on, and what did you start changing?
3: So mobility. I, I'm So eating, first off, was a big thing. I was not eating near enough. 3,100 calories is what Hunter gave me, and I was probably eating half of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I will admit sometimes I do fall off 3,100 and maybe 28 29. But I'm eating double the amount that I used that's to. That's still
0: a lot more than you were, even when oh, you don't my hit gosh. it. Oh yeah.
3: And I've gained ever since Hunter gave me that. I went from 115 pounds at the start of this year to 145 right now.
0: Wow, that's awesome! And you've oh, been pr on all your lifts too, I've right? I've
3: been pr on my lifts every single time I lift. I pr my lift pretty much.
0: When you show back up at school this fall, did people say you gotten bigger?
3: Oh yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. What were they saying? Oh yeah, they were just saying they were just saying stuff like. Like one of my good friends said, was talking to my mom about me. He was like, "Man, little Lane ain't so little anymore." <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty fun. How'd that make you feel? Oh, uh, it made me feel good. Well, it makes me feel good because I'm I know that the hard work that I'm putting in is paying off. Cause That's it's, right. Most people, you know, they go to the regular gym. Yeah, it's hard, but nothing compares to the intensity of of uh CrossFit. Yeah, period. yeah, nothing.
0: So uh, I'm impressed, Lane. You're waking up early you're going to work out before school and then you're going working after school oh yeah and you work on the weekends too
3: uh i kind of uh fridays i do sometimes but saturdays i'm it's kind of my chill day Mm -hmm. go hang out and do what i need to do
0: so uh your goal is to make it to the semifinals this year
3: 100 percent. i want to do it so bad how
0: many people make it
3: how many people make it i think it's uh i'm not too sure it was 140 last year so it's i it's they changed it from 10% out of the open to 25 this year, so uh-huh. I don't know exactly what the number is, but it's way more people this year. That get so it. more people are going to make it. Oh, yeah, more people are going to make it this year, way more.
0: That's exciting, man. Oh, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> long-term, what's your plan? What What are you going to do uh, once you get to, to college? Are you going to keep training and all that type of stuff?
3: Here, see, here's the deal. I think that I might just go learn a trade and like be kind of working on the side, and I'm going to keep training like hard in here. And if it gets to the point, me and Steven have talked about it. But when it gets to the point where I'm good enough, if I make it to semis, probably this year, if I make it to semis, I'm probably gonna drop every, drop a lot of my stuff that I'm doing now yeah. and focus on that getting better. Because then I have that you're so close. Yeah, I mean you're close, but you're not close at yeah. the same time.
0: So so you figure if you get close enough. That it justifies you really going all in, you're going to go all in. Is that what you're saying? Probably, yeah.
3: I'd really love to make it.
0: So, you want to learn a trade? What kind of trade? Have you thought about that?
3: Uh, I haven't really thought about that that much. I mean, I'm good at talking to people and stuff like (laughs) that. And then, you know, I mean, I kind of want to be like some fitness instructor, some of some sort, conditioning coach, something like I know people who have gone to the NFL and like train, I mean, or train, like being the strength and conditioning coach. I would love to do that. Yeah.
0: Um all right so uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about some of your favorite uh, CrossFit athletes some of your favorite workouts that type of stuff why don't you tell me some of your favorite athletes you like to watch
3: okay so he's gone he's retired now but Matt Fraser was my favorite athlete of all time I still watch his workouts why do you like him i he's just just the he's so, he's small and just his ability to push through the workouts when it gets tough everybody else you know they'll be resting extra he'll just pick up the, he'll walk up to the bar pick it up and just go i want to do that so bad and his mobility big thing on mobility and uh i just love him. i mean i just love everything he's done in the sport it's just great five time champ
0: you really bought into the mobility didn't you
3: oh yeah oh yeah that's another thing that i didn't even say my mobility has gone has has increased so much my squat from when I started, you can – I mean, Hunter saw my squat. I, yeah. I don't even know what it looked like. It was not even a squat, basically. Your
0: your, your chest was, like, facing the ground at the bottom.
3: Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like – my face was, like, touching the floor almost. But, uh, yeah, my squat's gotten better, all sorts of stuff. What yeah. have you
0: done to get better at your mobility?
3: I stretch. You stretch? And I still need to stretch more. Yeah. That's the thing. But I stretch every time. Like, sometimes uh, I'll get in there late, and I'll have to, like, not, not do – Sometimes I won't do like the uh the strength portion just so I can stretch and not get hurt during the workout. That's, that's my main purpose. So
0: you're skipping the strength to do the mobility.
3: Sometimes. Yeah. Not sometimes. every time. Yeah, when you get there late. I mean when if you I have get there to late, choose
0: one or the other, you're gonna do the mobility, right? One hundred
3: percent because yeah, I can sit there and get stronger, but it's not worth getting hurt over. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's man, that's really wise Lane. You need yeah. to teach some of these other people that.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah.
0: So, uh what are what are some of your favorite workouts that you've done?
3: Uh I really like even though it hurt really bad, I kinda liked Fran. You like uh, Fran? I did 95 this past year, uh, yeah. which is like RX First time good. you have ever done 95? First time, I didn't get the fastest time, but it I mean, I'm starting to I'm starting to become one with the thrusters, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're
0: you're one with the thrusters. Yeah, I'm
3: one with the thrusters. I'm starting to get one with the thrusters.
0: Um, what else any other other workouts that you like? Murph. Murph, Murph. yeah, yeah. Yep. And you uh you're, you got a competition coming up?
3: uh i do the winter classic
0: yeah who are you doing the winter classic with? i'm doing
3: it with my friend samuel sullivan yeah from uh he's i think he goes to the club in brandon yeah with the crossfit portion there yeah and then the one and only everybody's gonna know who i'm talking about mr trey Futral. oh yeah from, nice uh, from uh 601 yeah so, awesome that'll be that'll yeah, be fun yeah
0: y'all ha- are y'all gonna practice the workouts or anything
3: uh <sighs> No, nah, we don't know. I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna practice at some point. When Y'all we get are doing closer.
0: what 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 category?
3: Uh, the intermediate. Intermediate, awesome. Yeah. The only reason we're not doing advanced is just because of the weight. Strictly yeah. for me and Samuel. Yeah. It's gonna be a little bit tough.
0: Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Um, so you got the winter classic, then you got the open, and then quarterfinals, and hopefully semifinals, right? Oh yeah, that's right. And then after that, what? You get back to the grind.
3: Oh yeah, just keep going. I'm gonna be grinding all year round. Yeah. Hundred yeah, yeah. percent.
0: All right, so let's uh let's wrap it up here. Why don't you give everybody a couple uh. Words of advice that you you might think of somebody that's maybe just getting started, or maybe somebody that's a little bit younger that that's wanting to really get into this heavy duty.
3: Okay, uh, it's going to be. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it just how it is. It's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be easy at all. It's just like any other form of fitness. Except this one's way harder. But listen, this will change your life. Like especially here at Coyote, that you have helpful coaches that they won't let you do too heavy. You know, they they won't let you get hurt. They're sitting there watching you uh it's gonna be hard but just stick with it and it will it will dramatically change your life not just your body but like you know your health your fitness your diet could change all that kind of stuff
0: that's awesome lane and oh, just yeah. so y'all know i didn't coach him on that he came up with that all <laughs> on his own <laughs> so yeah. i appreciate it well lane, well lane this was awesome man I, I really appreciate it and i'm glad you got a chance to be on the podcast and uh looking forward to uh to the open season for you this year man
3: yes sir absolutely thank you
0: and now it's time for the next segment, Outside the Box. So it is the day after Christmas, and hope everybody had a very merry and happy Christmas. Had a great time uh, spending time with family, opening gifts, giving gifts, and uh, Christmas is my favorite day of the year. I, I just really look forward to it, spending time with family, watching my nieces and nephew open presents, and rest of my family members open presents. And now this is the first year we had our two girls with us, and it was just so awesome to be able to have them, even though they're not old enough to really participate um, other than being held and everybody wanted a chance to hold them, which was really fun, but they got a ton of presents and uh, our family was incredibly gracious and uh, spoiled them. And uh, we really, really appreciate that. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas and um, what it means to, to me specifically. And it, it just, for me, it's always something that I look forward to as a kid, and now I, I, I just really look forward to being able to pass that on to, to my little uh, two girls as they get older and, and share those experiences and start those traditions with our family. And I've just so much enjoyed having traditions with my family and then traditions with my wife, Claire, and um, now I'm looking forward to passing those traditions on. And If you follow me on Instagram, I made made a few posts, uh, funny posts about it, but just talking about we, we, we don't watch any Christmas movies that came out Uh, after 2000 in our house (laughs) they're always uh before 2000 but we always watch home alone and home alone Two, and christmas uh, vacation and a christmas story is a big one for me not so much for my wife but it's always big for me to watch that it gets me in the spirit and then um you know we'll mix and match some other ones but those are the main ones that we always want to make sure we we get in there and um just the Christmas music and the Christmas tree and decorating it and giving the presents and all that type of stuff. Another tradition that we actually didn't do this year just because of the, the way things fell, but we'll uh, pick back up next year and go to the Canton lights and see in the Christmas lights. And um, it's just, it's just such a magical time of uh, time of year. And I really enjoy uh, spending time with family and, and giving presents more so more than the getting the presents. I, I love giving them and um, getting something for somebody that I know they'll really enjoy and will, will be helpful for them. So, um, I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas and everyone got to spend some great time with family and come came back feeling refreshed and excited to finish out the year and uh, start the year strong next year. So uh, one recommend I have before I wrap it up is uh, the TV show Fargo. I've really enjoyed that. I watched the movie a long time ago back in the 90s when it came out, and it was definitely a different movie, uh, interesting movie, but I really liked it. And uh, I've I've liked the TV show series. Every every season is a little bit different. This season has John Hamm, uh, which he is uh, he's a very good actor. I, I I pretty much like anything John Hamm is in. And uh, it's the uh, the publicist for uh, Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso. She's the main main character in the show, and um, it's she's a you know a really really strong female character in the show. And I've I've really enjoyed the season so far. Uh, it's not done yet. It's still going on FX. Um, we watch it on Hulu. If you have that, you can definitely check it out. But the Fargo is uh, something that uh, my wife and I have really enjoyed. So I recommend that if you like that, if you're, if you got some time to kill over uh, this last week of the year. And then uh, we got a lot of good shows coming up that I'm really excited about. We got a new season of true detective that I'm really excited about. We got the second season of uh, the house of the dragon um, house of dragons on, uh, on max. And uh, we got a lot of, a lot of shows, exciting stuff coming out in 2024. So really looking forward to, to that. So, Um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we will catch you next time.